0: Hi, it's Bruce T here with another podcast. This podcast is based on Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 to 46 and it's entitled Christ the King. But when the Son of Man comes into his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. Before him all the nations will be gathered and he will separate one from another and the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Then the king will tell those on his right hand, Come, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you a drink? When did we see you as a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? The king will answer them, Most certainly, I tell you, because you did it to, the, to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he would say also to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire which is prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you didn't give me food to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't take me in. Naked, and you didn't clothe me. Sick, and in prison, and you didn't visit me. Then they will answer, Lord. When did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and didn't help you? Then he will answer them saying, Most certainly, I tell you, because you didn't do it to one of the least of these, you didn't do it to me. These will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So we've got two positions in front of Jesus, the sheep and the goats. One blessed, one cursed. How do we transfer? Sheep are blessed, goats are cursed. Now, background to this, looks at this verse in John 3.16. God so loved the world, he sent his only son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God didn't send his son to condemn the world, but to save it. While we're still alive, we have a decision to make. God has given us free will so we can decide for him or against him. Jesus, the disciples and the church have all been spreading the good news that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price of our sin, past, present and future. And Jesus on the third day he rose again and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. So they have sent the Holy Spirit to indwell us and help us to live the Christian life. So Jesus came originally as a saviour but he will come again as a judge of all the nations and set before him will be on his right hand the sheep and on his left hand the goats. And this is what this passage is talking about. So if we talk about a kingdom, Jesus came and preached about the kingdom of God. People respond and become subjects of the king in the now and will see partial benefits. When Jesus returns as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, he will establish the Kingdom of God with the New Jerusalem and the Millennium with all the benefits. The Kingdom of God is an entity where people join by believing in Jesus and what he has done for humanity as our Saviour. He is the King, the King of Kings, and he is the King of the Kingdom of God. So we look now at the goats. These are cursed by God, and any good work that they do does not get them to the right place before God, because no one is saved by the works they do. The songwriter wrote, "The highest human endeavor falls short before the throne." A modern concept is that if you put your good works on one side of the scales and your bad works on the other, and your good works outweigh your bad works, then you will get to heaven. But this is not God's criteria, it's God's heaven, it's God's rules. Now the default position stated in John 3.18 is He who believes in him is not judged. He who doesn't believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. And in Romans 3.23 we read All men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. One preacher said the responsibility for our sins remains on us unless we accept Jesus as our saviour. You might think, well, this is a bit unfair. But when we think about it, God's heaven, God's rules. In the way of the master, which is a popular programme on the TV or an evangelistic concept, the evangelist asks people or random people how they think they will get to heaven and compares that to the rules of the Ten Commandments. Most people, when analysing this, say that they have lied, stolen, or even committed adultery, even by a lo- looking at another woman who was not their wife, and therefore have sinned. And the evangelist said, Well, by your own admission, then you're a liar, thief, and adulterer. So why should you get into God's heaven? Because God is a holy God and cannot look at sin. So as man is sinful and can't help himself, that's the bad news. The good news is God sent Jesus to be our sinless sacrifice. So when we get to heaven and God asks us why he should let us in, trust in Jesus, God can let us in. If we trust in ourselves, sorry. So who are the sheep? The first reading of the passage makes you think about the works that people do. But on further investigation, when you look further into it, and we'll read verse 34, verse 34 says, Then the king will tell those on his right hand, Come, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. The sheep represent those blessed by my father using the Greek word (inaudible) ευλογημενή ευλογημενή Now, when you look at Greek words, we'll find that this is a participle. And in this participle, it uses the perfect tense, which indicates that a past event that is now completed has a continuing effect in the present. Perfect tense indicates that a past event that is now completed has a continuing effect in the present. And it's also in the passive tense. And the passive tense means A person receives the action of the verb, it is given to them. The person does not work for it or pay for it, it is given to them. So salvation received in the past is received, not worked for, but it is also ongoing. The Amplified Version amplifies this when it says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you blessed by my father, You, favoured of God, appointed to eternal salvation, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So the sheep are those having been blessed by God. God's offer of salvation through his grace that they've accepted and God knows them. He knows their hearts and classes them as righteous. The evidence of this can be seen in the things that they do once being saved by grace. And some people, if you look at them, you could see what a turnaround has been in their life. It reminds me of a man in Middlesbrough used to sit on a bench in the main shopping centre and drink and take drugs and then they found him in a coma. So they put him into hospital and some young Christians prayed for him. He came out of the coma and started living a completely different life, where he wanted to tell people of God's grace and God's love. And that is the evidence of the change that had been in his life. And if we look on our lives, we'll probably see things that we used to do. If we've accepted Jesus, there will be a change so it says blessed of my father whereas Denny says also to those on the left hand depart from me you cursed. Why because you didn't believe in Jesus. You didn't believe in God. So it is by grace that we are saved and not by works. Works are the evidence that we are saved for the world whereas God knows our heart. We believe in Jesus and accepted what he's done for us. So you may ask, okay Bruce, can I transfer from a goat to a sheep? Well, while you're alive, I believe you can. So I urge you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. Ask him to forgive your sin, repent of your sin, and be determined to live a life that's pleasing to him. By reading his word, praying, praising, worshipping him, meeting with other Christians, and putting his word into practice. So when Jesus is on that judgment seat with his angels, it's too late. During your lifetime, you need to accept Jesus, respect him, who he is, the second person of the Trinity, that he came down to earth and paid the price on the cross of Calvary for all our sin, past, present and future. And he's alive. He's alive, seated at the right-hand side of the Father. So you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. Why not now? Thank you Jesus for all that you've done for me. Thank you that you are the Son of God and you came to earth and lived a life that was a good example for us to go by. You went round teaching about the Kingdom of God. Thank you Jesus and help me to put my trust in you and help me and forgive my sin and help me to live a life that's pleasing to you. Amen. So until next time, bye for now.